And some people, they want to set up the forever to be perfect. You are listening to Relationship Renegade, the show that brings hard truths and reality about relationships. Hello, Pod Squad. I am your host, Dr. Jameson Marcier, a licensed clinical social worker and doctor of marriage and family therapy. Hope you guys are doing well on this day, morning, evening, whenever it is you happen to be hearing this episode. Welcome. On this episode, um, I want to talk to you about the idea of waiting and why you may not want to wait. You know, and I'm talking about relationships, um, not necessarily waiting to get married. Um, another popular waiting conversation is the whole waiting to have sex. That's not this episode. Okay. Sorry to disappoint some of you. But um, no, we're going to be talking about and to people who um, find that they want to be in a relationship and they may even have the person in front of them with whom they want to be in this relationship, but they're waiting. Okay, Um, and there are many reasons people wait uh, for the sake of time. We're going to focus on three of them. And I, um, I I can tell you, when I think about my wife and I, we, we tried waiting for some of these reasons that I'm going to tell you about. And waiting, I mean, like, for marriage, um, waiting to be married, um, and the reason we waited, there's this idea, or there, at least at the time, that we were in a much better situation or we had a much better chance of our marriage surviving if we did these things. Um, and being that people don't change all that much, I'm pretty sure some of you either are in these same situations or know people. So this episode is to shed some light. In no way am I telling you don't do what you want to do because that's just not what this is about. But uh, this is just shedding some light, you know, trying to get you to think a little differently about your situation. All right. So waiting. okay. Um, Oh, and by the way, sometimes waiting is the right choice. Okay, or a good decision. Sometimes it's to your favor or to your benefit to wait. Again, I just want to point that out. I'm not for or against it. But I'm just, well, let's just jump into it. Okay, first reason, right? You see someone, you're talking or you're dating or you're dating and you want to be married or you'd like to get to know them better, right? Um, but number one, the one reason that you're waiting is finances and money. 
Now, there are two schools of thought about money and relationships. Um, you know, one is that you need to be financially set up so that you can be in a marriage or in a relationship. Um, and the other one is that you actually um, don't need it. All you need is love. Now, I don't know which school you're in, which yard you play in, but what I want to tell you, for those of you who are waiting to get married, for example, let's just use that because your finances are not right. Okay, your finances is off. Your pockets is shallow or your pockets got holes in them, right? You are sitting on a, a, a mountain of debt, okay? Like Mount Kilimanjaro type of debt. You're waiting to to unite your lives with your partner because of this situation here. Um, while, while I understand... I really encourage you to think about the benefits of putting your life together with this individual on hold for this money, for this debt, right? Um, how long is it going to take you to clear this debt or to be in a better financial situation, right? That's one of the problems with this. A lot of people say I need to improve or be in a better situation and they don't know what that is. Okay. If you're sitting on a hundred thousand dollars of debt, I mean, God bless you, but you're making, I don't know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars, you're not gonna clear that anytime soon. And Yet you're putting your life, your relationship, your marriage on hold for something that could take a long, long time. Is that worth it? Is that really what you want to do? Right? Or you're saying, well, let's wait until I get a better job. Okay, I've I've spoken and worked with a lot of couples where that's the very reason, you know, he's waiting to find a better job. And a lot of times that piece, especially for guys, it's not about the job. It's an ego. It's a pride thing. Okay. Sorry, fellas. Yeah, it's not a really big secret, but waiting to get the job. Okay. Well, what are you doing? What is the plan for that? Um, and And this isn't to say that women don't do that either. Or that women don't say, hey, I got to get my money right. Or I need to get my own money before I decide to marry you or be a wife or be a partner. Okay? Um, and, and, and that comes with, again, its own set of questions. Um, I understand why some women want to have their own money. Okay? And for some of those women, I've met the men that they're with, and I, I understand. I will not argue with you about having your own money. Um, but in all of these situations, 
if you are genuinely looking to spend the rest of your life with someone, okay, you're, you're, you are legit looking at this woman or this man and you're like, this is where I want to spend my, my forever with. Help me understand the reason for waiting, right? And some people, they they want to set up the forever to be perfect, okay? We want to ensure or, or do as much as possible to assure ourselves that we're starting off on the right foot. And, and life has a way, life has many ways of totally screwing that up. Okay, some people want to raise their credit score. The okay, great. I mean, again, I'm not telling you you shouldn't want to improve your credit score, but what is that compared to this life that you're trying to build with this individual? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, let me go on to the second one, and we'll come back and kind of talk about these. Um, broadly as a group the the second reason um i hear about people wanting or waiting is that they are waiting for the other person to change okay so you love him you love her you guys are dating, maybe you're just kind of kicking it, or you are dating and you're not ready to be married because you're watching him, you're watching her. Um, and you're seeing some things and you've had some conversations and you're just waiting for that one piece of the puzzle to come together. Now, I don't know what that is, right? And this is one of the challenges of talking to people without knowing their specific situations, but there are, again, some circumstances where, you know what, that makes a lot of sense why you would want to wait. And then there are others that I don't know, I I, I question, right? Um, some people say, well, I'm waiting for him or her to be less selfish. What? Waiting for... Okay. What does that look like? You know? Um, the the other way that this is usually framed is that um, they don't deserve it yet. Or they don't deserve me yet. Um, and that is dangerous. Okay? If you want to be with someone and yet you feel like they're not ready for you, um, examine that. You really ought to examine that because well, the first thing is, do they know? Is this clear? Is this a conversation? Um, and how will you know that they're ready for you? What What does all of that look like? I'm wa- I'm waiting for them to um I don't know be better at handling money. Okay, managing money better. So the 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 issue that I have with I guess all three of these 
is that there is a it's possible for other people to improve and then you will you know link up and be together and live your life together but it's also possible that people can improve and change as a result of you being in their life okay catch don't miss that when we're waiting for people to change and wanting them to improve it's a different dynamic when we are with them versus without them okay let let, let me move on to the um last one last one is something again that you hear i hear a lot you know a couple will say yeah we want to be together we want to get married it's just not the right time okay so you know being the jerk that i am sometimes i look at my watch and i'm like well what time does your watch say i said well okay that watch might say six o'clock i'm like well my watch says six o'clock too so it's the right time clocks are right but then they're like no you know what i mean the right time and i have to say i don't know what you mean the right time what does the right time mean if you're convinced that you would like that not even would like that you want to you're planning to be together but it's not the right time okay so after you push and dig a little deeper you find that people will tell you things like well i'm still in school okay all right sure sure i get it you're still in school and you need to graduate right or you know um i didn't finish my education yet well where are you well i didn't start so i have to go to school first okay all right good um it's not the right time because i don't buy i don't own a house yet don't own a house yet so therefore it's not the right time right we have all of these reasons we have all of these um rationalizations when we talk about the right time um i've heard you know my parents aren't fond of him yet or her yet you know or my friends don't like him yet so it's not the right time hi we are the messiah kids like what you hear so far Make sure you never miss a show by clicking subscribe now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. All, all, all these things, right? So uh, for, for money, for uh, waiting for uh, this other individual to change or waiting for this individual to improve, and and then waiting for the right time right all of these things um wh- when we do these things we run the risk of really missing out okay if there's anything that we've learned this year hello and you know you can kind of see where i'm going with this is that there are no guarantees and 
There's no such thing as the right time. You hear me? There's no such... And I know we live in a world, we live in a society where that's preached. It's talked about a lot. Not in all circles, but in a lot of circles. Right? The right time and doing it right. Um, and if you set it up this way, then you won't have any problems. Well, again, it, it, I mean, if you talk to anybody who've been married for five months, five minutes sometimes, all of the perfect planning is no kind of guarantee. None whatsoever. And I've said this before on the podcast, right? This whole idea of right and wrong is a lot of pressure. And it's a lot of unnecessary pressure. It doesn't really help, which it makes it twice as bad because you, you got all this pressure, but there's really no benefit. When, uh, when my wife and I were looking to get married, now, what, 17, 18? Well, no, we were together 17 years. We've been married like 12 or 13 years now. We we bought into this idea that if we were going to get married, we needed to own a house first so that we can start our lives together in our home. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, there's nothing wrong with starting your life together in a house. Trust me. Uh, more power to you if you have it. That's a great thing. But ask me where that house is now. Yeah, we don't own that house. As a matter of fact, that house that we fought and sacrificed for to start our life in, that house, we only lived in that house for about a year. Maybe a little more than a year, but less than a year and a half, I'm going to say. And that was a house that we put a lot into. And I don't just mean money, but like thought and and planning um, because that's just what you do, right? You're going to be married. You own a house. You got to have a house to bring your wife into. You got to start. Um, even if you have your own house, we have to buy one together, right? All kinds of stuff. And it's like, huh, how much did that really benefit us? Now, there's some lessons in that, yes, but we could have really um, done without it. Um, the whole credit piece, uh, again, just as another example, okay? We, we act as if these things, like having good credit, is going to um, make you not fight about money, right? That's kind of where that's rooted, if your credit is good, then we're not going to be poor and like all this other stuff. Well, I don't, again, I, I don't know that to be the case. I would argue it's actually not the case because the thinking behind that is that only broke people fight about money. And I can tell you without even thinking about it, well, 
wealthy people, rich people, non-poor people, people with good salaries, good paying jobs fight about money all the time. It's a different kind of fight. Okay, it's not a fight about scarcity or, you know, where where's our next meal coming from? It may be a, a fight about spending too much. It may be a fight about trying to control funds. You know, the joke that you often hear is that we fight about money, but we ain't got no money. Okay, all right. That, that just how crazy that sounds. People with money and credit fight about that same stuff too. There's no guarantee, right? As a matter of fact, you actually could do that together and build. I will say one of the, the, I guess, things that helped my wife and I in our marriage is that one, we were broke college kids when we got together. And so we've really had to build together. And if you've had to build anything with anybody, that is not a pretty process. It's not an easy process. Okay. Uh, we've said it before that we, years ago, well, several years ago, we were confronted with the possibility and this whole idea of a divorce despite our best efforts to do these things right. Okay. Doing these things right, or at least we felt, they did not protect us. They did not, um, they did not give us that guarantee that we thought they would have. And so, and another another thing on the credit, which by the way, uh, for those of you who work in finance or credit repair, you understand this. You actually can improve on the credit and on the finances and on the house and all of that faster as a couple. Yeah, there's all kinds of ways to do that. You can actually accelerate this change, this growth, this improvement that you want by doing it together. Now, you may not feel like you can trust the other person, but... That's a whole different conversation. But for you to say, no, you go over there and you get your stuff together and then come see me. Well, if she or he is a good person, then maybe you should think about maybe adding them to your credit cards. If you're the one with the 800 credit score, put them on there. Okay. now I didn't say give them a card. I just said put them on there. That will boost their score. If. They have some debt they need to pay off. You can say, hey, you go clear your debt. You go handle that and then come see me. All right. Okay. And if it takes you five years, what? I'll be waiting for you in those five years? I mean, have you thought about that? Whereas if together we could clear it in a year and a half, you know, 18 to 24 months, with a plan, if you're the stronger individual as far as finances is concerned, then you, you almost owe it to help her or help him. And by definition, you'd be helping yourself. Right? It, 
you know, I, I hear couples who they say these things and I get the reasons, but I also realize that we often don't think about the cost of these decisions. In economics, they talk about opportunity cost. Yes, there's there's opportunity cost, there's benefits, but you will lose out on a year, two, three. And if you were waiting to clear these things and then COVID hit, now you're completely derailed on that plan. Totally, totally derailed. And and the same thing about, you know, the right time. There's no such thing as the right time. This idea that, you know, next year will be a better time or, you know, six months from now is will be a better time. That does not exist. It, so when would be a wrong time? That now's a wrong time? Okay. Sure, sure. Even now in COVID times, even now, a lot of people are putting off more than just relationships. And I understand. I hear it. I get it. However, if if you were waiting and now you're waiting some more, when will be a good time? Right. I often say if now's not a good time, then there will never be a good time. Because there will never be a time when everything's perfect. That that whatever that is, it does not exist. Perfect timing does not exist because there's always something or some things that are off. When my wife and I got married, we well, we were in college and we were planning our wedding. In addition to planning our wedding, we were in the midst of a home purchase. That same house that we fought for and sacrificed for, that we only lived in for about a year. Okay? Um, and and other people were telling us, yo, you, you're kind of crazy to be doing all these things at the same time. And sometimes we felt crazy for for doing that. Um, but it worked for us because there were other reasons. Um, my grandmother, my grandmother, um, and my, she, you know, big part of my life. And she was here while my wife and I, you know, we were dating and when we met and if we had waited to get married. Um, that would have been a tragic heartbreak because soon after my wife and I were married, my grandmother passed. And that is often the case, right? Yes, we could wait, but then there's also on the, the flip side that we miss out on certain memories with certain people. You know, um, when we start talking about waiting for the right time, it suggests that we feel like time is on our side. And I got to remind you, I'm not going to tell you, but I should remind you. Time is not 
on your side. It never was and it never will be. Right? Most people complain about being short on time, running out of time, needing more time, trying to figure out how to squeeze more time in the day or get more out of it. And so I, I, I guess at the end of it all, what I'm trying to tell you is if you have found someone that you are looking to do the rest of your life with, money, credit score, you know, perfect timing. You're waiting for them to not be so annoying. Well, all those things, to tell you the truth, even if those things were cleared and checked off as good and done, that would be a whole new set of circumstances, a whole new set of issues sitting and waiting for you once you said I do. Okay, now, I'm not saying to you, hey, go be reckless. I'm not saying to you, go out there and just, you know, be irresponsible. No, that's not what this is. But this is saying to you, if you are in this situation, you have the person. You don't need a house. You guys can live in an apartment. You don't need an 800 score to be happy or to guarantee a marriage, you can build up to that. As a matter of fact, most people don't get, one, most people in America ain't that high. Their credit is not that high, okay? If and Just in case you're one of these people, and then you need a fairly uh, lengthy history to have a score that high, okay? So you may, be even set, you may be setting yourself up for something that you will not attain anytime soon. Simple as that. Um, so, no, the solution is not to just go be reckless, but neither is it to sit here and assume things will be perfect if I do these things. Because they're not. Okay? They're not. You may find that in waiting, when it's time to have a family, you have a hard time conceiving. That's another possibility. Okay? In waiting... And to be good or perfect, you miss out on the woman or the man who would have loved you to death, honor and cherish you. Okay? So there are lots of other reasons, and, and you guys know better than I do. You guys know intimately um, what those reasons are. But I encourage you to look at them, really explore them deeply, um, because... A lot of times we're just, you know, hurting ourselves. Okay. Barring any glaring red flags, right? Um, he or she may be abusive. You know, they may be dealing in some illegal activities, the kind of stuff you don't want to get wrapped up in. Um, and, and in which case, you wouldn't be waiting for them to just improve. I would really encourage you not to in, engage in somebody with people like that if you're if it's if it's that much of an issue for you. Okay, but um, if that is not the case and you love this person, you want to be with them. Waiting is not a benefit. So, if you disagree, I'd love to hear from you. Let me know. If you think I'm crazy, 
I'd love to hear that. Um, if you've had an experience, an interesting experience, let me know. Let us know. Um, and if you found value in this show, please. And thank you for the rating and the review on iTunes. Um, and also, I will ask that you don't keep it to yourself, but you share it with your friend. Um, or friends. Friends. Yes. Friends. Um, and so, if, uh, if you're looking to, I guess, explore some of these ideas and some of these questions further, as always, you can always reach out to me here um, via social media, Dr. Jameson Mercier. Uh, or go to the website, mercyofwellness.com. Um, and I'll add, if you say that you heard it here, okay, the love checks are just $99. All right? It's not gone anywhere. They're still there. But for the listeners of this podcast, $99 will get you a love check to just some of these. Okay? Thank you for listening. And I'm going to ask that you come back uh, and catch us for our regular episodes on Wednesdays and our weekend edition on Saturdays. Um, those things, uh, those episodes, those installments are doing quite well. So thank you. And uh, I hope uh, you guys do well. I hope you stay safe. And uh, I will catch you again for another episode of Relationship Renegade. Bye now.